0: Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brendan Hutchins, but here we are. I'm Jason Tate, and I will correct them. This podcast was recorded on November 26, 2017. Some things they talk about happening in the future have now happened in the past. Enjoy the wonders of time travel.
1: Any honorable mentions and/or disappointments, which I think are, v- which is very important, mm. not to be negative, mm-hmm. but like, just to just to show that you did listen to an album, but you yeah. were sad.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in Brand New. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not by the quality of the album, though. Just but the no. no, the album is fucking amazing, and I'm disappointed great. that Jesse Lacey ruined it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if we didn't know about his shenanigans, though, it it would it, the same album would have been made.
2: Right. Well, yeah. If I didn't know about his shenanigans, it's a good record. They made good music. It probably would have been five or six yeah. to me.
1: David, can yeah. you rank your brand new album's favorite to least favorite? Uh, like let's 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 kick it back. Yeah, three months to uh, when Science Fiction was released.
3: Yeah, 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 sure. So I go like Deja number one, Devil and God number two, Science Fiction number three, your favorite weapon, and then Daisy. Yeah, da-
2: not 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 Dandelions.
3: <laughs> Daisy
1: is is pretty much universally everyone's least favorite brand new album. Yeah, I mean, I get what yeah. they were
3: doing, but I just didn't. I just don't like listening to it. So, so, yeah. so, like, Agreed. I don't know. It was cool. Agreed. It was odd. It, like, they just like play, it, like, basically came up with shit in the studio, really hard shit, and, uh, really hard, like, played their ass off, and it's like a brutal, whatever, 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, I don't really, yeah. I don't really why why yeah. is
1: Deja one? Because for me, favorite
3: weapon is one, because it's the least uh, emo, you know? I, the, the back half of, I think the back half of, like, your favorite weapon just doesn't. Doesn't hold up. I really hate that magazine song,
0: um, <laughs> like a lot.
3: But like the back half still has
0: seventy times seven. Boy who blocked his own shot. The boy who blocked his own shot appears on the album Deja Entendu. Not your favorite weapon. Right, which is which is a classic.
3: Uh, that's true. I think yeah. I mean, but Deja is like Deja is the like most of the songs on Deja, to me. Are better than anything on your favorite weapon.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I I mean, I think that I always thought that Dejan Tendu was the brand new album. It's right. it's yeah. I thought it was the yeah. the measuring point where all other albums. But like, especially after you did your sound and the story mm-hmm. on it and talking to my friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it really seems like Devil and God are raging inside me seems to be the baseline. It does,
3: yeah. Yeah. And that's what I got evidently from like for people tweeting at me and fans and stuff and reading about it, here's some here's some stuff I was disappointed in. I'm a really big Tim Casher fan, mm-hmm. and uh he was the lead singer in uh, the Good Life and Cursive, and he does solo stuff, and it's all been really good. He re- he released a, a album that goes along with a film he made, and the album I thought was terrible, and mm-hmm. I really didn't like it, and that made me sad. Julian Baker's new album is like great. It is a great album. Her other album was like a showstopper for me. I thought it was like just one of the best thing I'd heard in years. This didn't live up to that. Maybe it never could. Uh, but I was I was a little bit um sad about that. Sophomore albums are hard, man. Yeah, yeah. The front bottom's most recent album is like not doing it for me. And I love the front bottoms. Um, so that was that was disappointing. And Andrew McMahon, 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 Andrew McMahon. He had an album earlier in the year that I didn't like. And I love him. I usually love his stuff.
1: Hey, can I tell you a crazy story about Something Corporate? Yeah.
3: Yep. <laughs> so,
1: okay, I got to compose myself. So when Something Corporate went on hiatus, there was Andrew McMahon, Jack's Mannequin, right? Yeah. But there was also another band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them called Firescape, which. I Yeah, I remember that. Josh Partington started. Yeah. I always thought Firescape was vastly superior to Jack's Mannequin. Oh, such and a bold claim. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. I have an opinion. Fight me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last girl I was in a relationship with, she had dated the other guitar player in Firescape. Nice. And when on our first date, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I think she had actually mentioned something corporate song. And I was like, oh, have you ever heard of Firescape? And she's like, yeah, I have. <laughs> However, you heard of Firescape. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I, I think they're better, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I dated one of the guitar players. I was like, holy shit, can I meet him? <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 hold on. The story, gets, story oh, gets so much better. The story gets so much better. And she was like, I mean, I can text him right now. I'm like fuck, fuck, do it, do it, get oh your god. phone out. Stop, paying, stop looking at me. Get your phone out. And she did. She texted like, "Hey, I'm on a date oh with someone god. who actually knows your band." He's like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh my god. And then a year and a half later, I found out that she was cheating on me with him.
2: Oh, Holy shit. oh. That was a really oh, was it was it your text that got them back together?
3: Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably you know what there's a
1: good argument in that because yeah. he he had always kind of treated her like shit according yeah. to her this is all recollection from her side sure. uh, he'd always treated her like shit she wanted a relationship he never did because he's a fucking rock star who cares um, he just wanted to get super fucked up and fuck right uh, and they had sustained that relationship for a while until she wanted something more but then I think as soon as she started going out with me he she became something that he couldn't have yeah. so he fucking went after it he took it Wow. So yeah, I ruined my own relationship by being a fan of something.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's that is, gold. Did they ever release another another album? Do you nope. think there's a song out there about you?
1: Nope. <laughs> so apparently, uh, also yeah. according to uh, my ex-girlfriend, yeah. Josh Partington, he made Firescape. They released an album. They toured once and he took all the money and fucking ran.
3: Nice. Went to law school. And just ditched the whole wait, band. Wait, ran to law school? Yep. <laughs> That's not like, he's like, man, this guy, he was crazy. He took that cash and he enrolled in a very difficult to get into yeah. university. Yeah. And uh, he became an upstanding Pass citizen. Passed the bar. Passed the bar. Has his own law practice? (laughs) God, what a (laughs) douchebag.
2: It's crazy, right? (laughs) Can't find him.
1: Look, if we've learned anything from the current political climate, it's that people can be good and bad. Yeah,
3: that's true. It's true. (laughs) What happened with that? I don't mean to like, what happened to that girl? No, go ahead. I'm an open book, man. You can ask me anything. What happened to that girl? You can cut all of this out of the podcast, but like- (laughs) No, absolutely not. What happened to that girl? (laughs)
1: Uh, I was living with her at the time, and when she told me- we broke up. It was uh, look. If I've learned one thing from that relationship, you ain't gotta get married to get divorced. <laughs> Boom. Because we were living together. I yeah. we had to we had to split up all our shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't coming home because I couldn't fucking deal with it. I'm right. in a much healthier relationship now.
3: Uh, everything is. Everything turned out super great for me. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Thanks. Did she tell you by using a Jack's Mannequin song? That wouldn't make any sense. He was in Firescape. <laughs> but, you know, I would like to, like, I, to me, it would rub it in even more of, like, I know you like that band. I know you thought that band was better, but, like, boom, no, we're going to have I mean, this I, connection. I, obviously, <laughs>
1: I, I have picked a very negative story for my ex-girlfriend, but she, I mean, she was completely, she, I I wasn't home from work. I was completely consumed by my work and you know she needed attention that I couldn't give her so she found it somewhere else
3: yeah no you don't have yeah, to yeah you don't have to I justify mean, she made it. a choice you, you don't have to justify why she cheated on you man that's no, a shitty I, thing to it's, do it, it always no, it's is important. it always will be we're all
1: humans and we're just floating through space on a giant rock like we're all trying to figure it out that's true I couldn't give her the attention that she needed
3: She that she didn't even know she needed yeah
1: and she found it in someone else you know
3: yeah are you on a couch right now are you lying down on a couch right now cause I do no. charge by the hour <laughs> so uh, if you wanna go into that shit a little more. <laughs> Uh, my next episode of the podcast will just be dissecting your musical relationships. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: about you, Brendan? Yeah. Disappointments. Yeah, what was the question? Honorable mentions? Wait,
3: what was the question? How did we What was the question? What are we talking about?
1: You said uh you were uh, there was a disappointment in Andrew McMahon's mm. Oh, novel, yeah, yeah. And I said yeah, I had yeah. a crazy story all about right, right. uh okay.
2: something very something tangentially cor- yeah. related.
1: <laughs> so I just yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to air out my I like laundry, it. I like you know. It. I'll, I'll I'll find any excuse to talk about being cheated on
2: <laughs> yeah just
3: like any pop punk band I guess
2: true uh, yeah I, I have a few disappointments Zara Larson and Dua Lipa both had albums come out this year I live my day as if it was the last live my day as if there was no past doing it all night all summer doing it the way I wanna yeah I'm a But I won't be done when morning comes. Doing it all night, all summer. Gonna spend it like no other. really excellent singles come out um, that, I was, that I was dancing to but the full albums were super boring. They both had EPs that came out They had some really good tracks on them and then their their full links that came out this year had all of the EP songs on them so hmm. it was like an extended EP yeah. which is just, I don't know make some new songs. I mean you don't write half of them anyway like, <laughs> oh shit
0: oh shit, throwing shade, Brandon's throwing shade <laughs> Zara Larson's 2017 album So Good has Larson credited as co-writer on eight out of the 15 songs that appear on the album. Dua Lipa's 2017 self-titled album has Lipa credited as a co-writer in all but one of the songs on that album. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then also <laughs> Halsey's new album. I look to Halsey as being an awesome figure in the bisexual community.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't want to fight right now. No, you always right now no one I you around with me, but nobody waiting around with me. Been through the ups and yeah, the ups and the downs with me. Got a whole lot of love, but you don't want to spread it around with me. Yeah. Never pick up, never call me. You know we run out of time. Never pick up when you want me. No. Now I gotta draw a line. Baby, I done done enough talking.
2: Because she's out and, and very vocal about it, and, she's a great figure but the new album just uh, my, my anticipation for it was pretty high because of her previous albums and because of her position and this new album that came out like the singles are great but the rest of the album is just boring
3: yeah
2: it's just slow and, and i couldn't get into it at all so yeah that's it for the disappointments The, rest of, I, the I have some more of my honorable mentions and stuff but but those are the disappointments.
1: Would you like to divulge your honorable mentions?
2: My my number six in my list was K-Flay.
0: k Everywhere is Somewhere was released on April 4th, 2017 on Interscope Records.
2: Her, so she had like a kind of like a rap pop album and... It's fucking fun. She airs her dirty laundry about her family interactions, which is super awkward and fun to listen to.
3: Blood, plus the conscience of my dead dad, plus my living mama, plus my other father who raised me not to be sad, and my brother who says that he worries about me from my songs, and my sister who's been living like a saint for so damn long. Well, I've been fucking standing till the lights come up and the mics catch us saying shit that we never really met. Crew wears all black stuff, but we all act like we're so different, but everybody
2: one of her songs, uh, Blood in the Cut, was used as the soundtrack for I think it was episode four or six of Bojack Horseman. Uh,
0: season four, episode six, stupid piece of shit.
2: And and it's so fucking good to show BoJack's inner turmoil. Cause it was it was whenever he would have kind of like an internal monologue, they would play Blood, Blood in the Cut uh-huh. behind it. And it was just so fucking, like, pounding. And just getting your heartbeat, you'd get so stressed, so you'd be in that moment with him. It was fucking awesome. Charlie XCX
0: had an album come out. Charlie XCX's album, Number One Angel, was released on March 20th, 2017, on Asylum Records.
2: And then this new album, on my first, like, three listens to it, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and she, she takes... She's, she's a lot like Lady Gaga in that she takes her pop music kind of far and and farther than mainstream is at yet, and it has to wait for mainstream to catch up with. And so it wasn't until like six months later or whatever, when I went back to it, after I listened to Switched On Pop, they they did an, an episode dissecting one of her songs.
0: Episode 60, the end of pop music as we know it, Fallout Boy and Charlie XCX.
2: I'm a dreamer. and i was like oh shit this is actually really good and clever <laughs> and and even though it was yeah it, it took it took a couple of listens but it was it was surprisingly good and then also dr awkward he had an ep come out which was super delayed he he did a Kickstarter. Years ago. It was like four years oh my ago God. that I paid for
0: Better Late Than Never was released January 26, 2017. The kickstarter for this album started December first, two 2014 under the name Project Meridian. It took two years to finally release, but it was only four songs.
2: I don't know how to say I was in the wrong. I know I shouldn't have left you for so long. Better late than never I, I hope it's better late than never oh. I hope it's better late than never I guess I hope it's better late than never oh. I hope it's better late than never I hope you think it's better late than never oh. And it just, he just finally came out with the, the release this year uh, And it was only four songs, so that was super disappointing mm-hmm. and, But the songs were awesome so it made my top eight
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ah yes, the elusive top eight Like a MySpace page uh, I'll just list mine real quick Uh Diet Sig
2: I miss my own surprise party It's me, I'm only 21 years old And now I'm drinking alone I use my phone until it dies Just like my plants can't keep anything alive
3: Mystery band, Los Campesinos.
0: I
2: found a home away from homeless. I broke up in Amarante, in the Campo do
0: Carvaya, Circle every day. Erratic, car, I in the anchor in that midfield, like the anchor in my I cool, I'm alone, I'm a girl, a...
3: Slaughter Beach Dog.
1: My family left the city in the year 2004. Yeah, the bishop spun my mother around and pushed her out the door. And the blindfold was tied a double knot. She's peeking out in the Goodwill parking lot.
3: And of course, Lord the day you kiss the rider in the dark bet you rue the day you kiss the rider in the dark
2: now she's gonna play and sing and lock you in her heart mm. bet you rue the day you kiss
3: the rider in the dark um all great records super great records
2: yep
1: for me,
3: the only honorable
1: mention I really have is uh, Dizzy Sunfist. They released they released that EP in 2017, technically. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, it's still. Love that band. Um, disappointments. Fucking show off, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering Here's what the was thing. happening with that.
1: The album is fine. It's about yeah. what I would expect. It's it, like it, it, it served its purpose. But I'm super disappointed because I did not get Wish You Were Her. Oh, like, right. it's still it's still listed on their website that if you pre-order the album, you get the unreleased album. And like I haven't heard shit right. from anybody. Yeah. And that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was also super disappointed with uh, Lucky Boys Confusion's new album. Mm, right. You know, ever, I don't think they're going to make another, I don't think they're going to make anything good, especially now that Joe Sal has passed away, but uh, they just celebrated 20 years of band, something like that. Uh, wow. And, you know, I... Really? Just,
3: really. That seems impossible. That seems like a correction about to happen.
0: Lucky Boy's confusion formed in 1997, making the band 20 years old in 2017.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, Another honorable mention, I don't know if you guys know this, but Michelle Branch is back.
2: Yes, I have her new. Wow.
3: Did not exist. All right, cool. How's she doing?
1: You know, I really appreciate the steps she tried to take. dating one of the guys in the black keys and that guy helped produce her new album Mm -hmm. and it's it's cool it's still very pop but in like the in the black keys kind of way like it she's i feel like she's still catching up and i and i listened to a podcast with her where she talked about like the reason she never made more music is because the the labels just wanted her to have everywhere 20 times, you know, like she couldn't, Mm -hmm. she she felt like she couldn't experiment with her music and, and write something that she wanted to. She felt like she was put in this box. So she just didn't release anything. She would go to her labels with like, how about this? And be like, that doesn't sound like you. It's like, fuck you. I made it. Mm -hmm. It does sound like me.
2: That was a really good episode of song exploder. Yeah.
1: Oh, you do know what I'm talking about.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Episode one Oh eight, Michelle branch. Best you ever.
1: But yeah, she, she really soon. And I'm happy that she's back. The records was weird. But I, I, I've I always liked Michelle Branch, and I hope that she uses this new album as like a, a jumping-off point to really get into it again, because yeah. I think she she writes
2: some really good stuff. So I like
3: it. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for being, and thanks yeah, for the Yeah, in an official us. capacity. It was fun. Yeah, it was,
3: it was really fun. Yeah, I would love to do
2: it again, and uh, cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Bye, dude. Bye. Hey, listener. You might notice that there's still a few minutes left at the end of this podcast. Stay tuned to the end credits to hear bloopers and outtakes. Thanks for listening. Nobody Asked for This is on the Podcast Advocate Network. Explore podcastadvocate.network for the other pods in the family. And Podcast Advocate just started a newsletter. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up for monthly podcast recommendations, podcasting tips, industry news, and more. Thanks to our special guest, David Callison. His Twitter is at David Callison, and he just released a book of poetry, and I love it. Links are in the show notes. And I'm excited to announce that his podcast, The Sound and the Story, is now a member of the Podcast Advocate family. Go to podcastadvocate.network slash The Sound and the Story to check it out. Fact checking by Aaron Wong. Aaron's in the band Downtown at downtownisaband.com. Corrections on the season performed by Jason Tate of chorus.fm. He has a wonderful podcast called Encore about the music industry. Go check it out. Links are in the show notes. Editing by me, Brendan Hutchins. I'm the creator of Podcast Advocate Network. You can find me on Twitter at Podcast Advocate or reach us all at naftpod, N-A-F-T-P-O-D. This show is hosted on the glorious Podiant.co podcasting platform. Get a 14-day free trial and 25% off three months of podcast hosting when you use the code PAN, P-A-N, at checkout. We will talk to each other next time about a listen-through and first impressions of the album Skin and Earth by Lights. Have we ever had one person tweet at us, Brandon? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that's the wrong confident. thing, but I'm not sure. I don't think so. <laughs> I can't uh, talk maybe. about that. I can't I, talk I, about I, that. I, I, I'm, I'm confident in a maybe. Uh, that's-